Carter Elliott of Spartans Illustrated is here to talk about a game that was played on Monday. Yep, let's do it. Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan families, probably the haters. I don't know. This is probably a good episode for you guys, too. Uh, welcome to another episode of Locked on Spartans, your team in green and white every single day, even the soul-crushing days. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but hey, we are joined by Carter Elliott of Spartans Illustrated. Yes, Sleepers Media. This man is some of the best people out there, friend of the program. Carter, I got a really bad question for you. How you doing, man? Good to see you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a forced smile. I'm a forced one. Uh, but nah, I'm, I'm sad. You know, I'm sad. And as much as I want to, and we're going to talk about it, obviously, there's going to be some positives of any single game, any game that's played. But I'm not one for moral victories. I hate moral victories because moral victories are losses. So that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> you know what? Before we get to the game here, I, I need to share – a story with you, Carter. I need to share a story with the listeners here. And my day started off fine. It was good. Um, Martin Luther King Day had the day off of work. Thank you, Martin Luther King, for everything you've done for society. And that led to me going to the zoo with my two-year-old son today. It was a great day, Carter. We saw the polar bears. And at the polar bear exhibit at the Detroit Zoo, we rarely actually see the polar bear. This thing never walks around. Today, it was pacing back and forth. And Carter, even better than that, making a lot of noise. It had this nice little roar going on. It was awesome. It was like, this is great. Okay. This is cool. We're seeing that we're not just seeing the polar bear walk back and forth. We're seeing like audio. You know, that makes sense. Seeing audio, but like we're getting the full package here. This is awesome. How cool is this? But I'm holding him up. He's roaring back at the polar bear. It was so awesome. And then a zoo volunteer comes up behind us and says, uh, yes, she's actually making that noise out of distress. I was like, oh, okay. Didn't ask any other questions. And she went on to say, that's right. This morning, her two-year-old cub was taken from her for the final time, and she's pacing back and forth wondering where the cub that she will never see the rest of her life is going. He will be going to a zoo now that he is old enough to grow up and live on his own. So, yes, the mother cub is looking for – or the mother is looking for a cub that no longer exists in her life. And that was somehow, Carter, not the most depressing part of my day. Michigan State basketball was that mother polar bear. <laughs> I know you the, said you had a story, but the lawyer, funny. the lawyer family, tall human beings, and Malik Hall's foot are the collective zoo volunteer to my Michigan State polar bear. It somehow got worse after that. Uh, with that said, main takeaway from the game for you. I don't even know a good segue, but I just like, what a depressing day. <laughs> what a I mean, that, that first of all, that story was extremely depressing because you probably thought to yourself like, oh, if the polar bear is active and making noise, that means yeah. that the Spartans are going to be making some noise. Like, yeah. That, that, yeah. That is a right correlation. Right. Oh, but you know what? I, I will say one thing, though. As much as I don't want to take away moral victories, there was every single chance for the Spartans in this game to like roll over without Malik Hall because I will be an honest fan with you. I don't ever lie about it. When I saw Malik Hall was out, I was like, okay, you know, we're toast to be honest with you. I I, I truly thought that we would not have a chance in this game. 
I thought that we maybe keep it close for most of the part, but we probably end up losing right around, you know, eight to 10 points with free throws at the end or something, given that, given that kind of situation. But with that said, I thought this team fought for the most part. I mean, our veteran backcourt, we leaned on them in this game. I mean, Tyson Walker was phenomenal. AJ Hogard sands the first like eight minutes of the game where he wanted to throw one hand passes to Joey Hauser when he wasn't looking. Sure. Played some really good basketball. And to be honest with you, if if I thought that we would be in a game where we guarded Zach Eady with single coverage, I I would be like, you're wrong. And Zach Eady probably had 60 and 30 against us. Right. I mean, yeah. he, he kind of yeah. was close, but we made it tough on him today. So it, it sucks that for the most part, we, we wasted an epic Tyson Walker performance. I mean, uh, 19 points, I believe, in the second half in route to 30 points in the game. And he was doing it in a variety of ways. And, I mean, just being an absolute maestro in the pick and roll. I mean, it was really fun to see. It was a for as bad as the first part of the basketball game was, kind of on both sides, because I thought that Purdue was missing a lot of easy shots and so was Michigan State. That second half stretch, that was some fun basketball to watch, Uh, you know, kind of watching both both the teams go back and forth. Uh, it was a little less fun watching Fletcher Lawyer kind of rub it in our face and go back and forth, um, especially because the crowd was uh, was chanting that Foster's better. And I was kind of under my breath, like, unfortunately, not no, he's not. He's not, he's not, not true at all, actually. <laughs> it's, not it's not true at all. We got a little insight on what would have happened if Foster Lawyer had the gross part of the century. No kidding, right? No kidding, man. So with that said, you know, like you hit a lot of great points that I want to try to get to if I remember all of them and write them all down um, in the second and third segment here. But I guess that that's the question that I have for you coming up here is that like, do you feel like MSU gave this game away? Do you agree with that sentence? Because even I'm on the fence of that. There's obviously, you know, evidence that said, well, yeah, sure, they did. You know, AJ missed those two free throws at the end. And also just like Tom Izzo said, the start of the game is really where MSU lost this one. You had four turnovers by the first time out even came about. And just really sloppy basketball like you alluded to, like everyone else saw. But then again, like I like I hate to say it, but Purdue just played really well too. They answered every single blow that Michigan State gave them down the stretch. And look, we could talk about Zach Eady a little bit, just debate if he's good just because he's tall. But the fact of the matter is, he, he is good. He is good. So, yeah, the, the better team may or may not have won. So do you think it was a game Michigan State – gave away you, you know what I think that it, it, it's twofold kind of answer to that question because mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think we gave it away because I thought that down the stretch Purdue's guys just made plays like Fletcher Lawyer yeah. was able to get some tough hand ones Caleb first was able to hit his ninth three-pointer of the year of course when we're on a run he bangs a three-pointer from the corner so that's you know awesome typical fashion against playing us uh, but, I mean, I feel like Purdue's guys made plays down the stretch. We had counter punches where we could make plays down the stretch. Now, we could definitely point to, you know, some segments of this game that maybe flipped it one way or the other. But I don't think gave it away is necessarily the right term. I just think that okay. they ended up making more plays than us. Now, really quick, too, just about this game. And, you know, next time we'll kick it off with Malik Hall talk because, obviously, okay, that's going to be a massive storyline going forward here. Did you like the strategy they had? against Zach Eady because this is something that me and DK of Spartan Hoops talked about yesterday that, hey, you know, 
maybe let Edie get his. Now, we said that. We did not think it'd be 32 points, but like everywhere around him, Purdue's not a great three-point shooting team. They are freshman backcourt, three-star freshman backcourt. Maybe you can have a game where they're low off. One of them did. The other one didn't. I digress. Do you like the strategy Michigan State went into when defending Purdue, as in like singling Zach Edie and just letting everyone else just try to hurt you? You know what? I'm not really a big fan of it, uh, just okay. because I, the, the metrics and the numbers don't exactly line up with that, taking that approach. I mean, for the, the the notion is that Purdue's like a really good shooting team. I think it's because they. I mean, I'll be straight up with you. I think because they got a Caucasian backcourt, <laughs> everyone thinks they're just like these not. There's these knockdown shooters. But they're really not a good. You're not wrong. You're yeah, not wrong. Right. They're not a good three point shooting team at this point. I mean, they have kind yeah. of shown some stretches in these past games where, you know, Fletcher Lawyer's been able to get hot. But by all the numbers, I think if I remember correctly, last time I looked, which was probably pretty recently, uh, as far as like three-point makes or percentages, like Purdue's like 250, like in the yes. 200 range in the country. So like they're not yep. really a good three-point shooting team. So uh, I think that, I mean, just to keep it a buck, I think we got pretty lucky that Zach okay. Eady was missing a lot of shots in that first half that he typically yeah. makes. Um, yeah. it, it, it hurts to say, like, I mean, he had 32 and 17, I believe he ended up with, and I thought that he had a bad game. <laughs> I, I really do thought they, I thought he had a bad game. I mean, he missed a lot of shots that he typically makes. It is insane to say that, right? 32 and 17, but like, I, I don't disagree with you because any shot that had a varying degree of difficulty of like a two out of 10 or higher, like he. He just bricked. I mean, Michigan State did get him into some tough shot opportunities. However, that wasn't always the case because, well, when you could just throw up a lob and he's already three inches from the rim, easy to throw down the alley-oop. He did get some offensive rebounds, easy putback, stuff like that. But again, like that that final basket he had, I, I can't discredit that. That was good footwork. Got it up in and just that looked like the simplest bucket of the day. So, yeah, you so know what? Can we dive, are, we, are we diving into that last play real quick? I was just going to say, we're going to leave everyone on a cliffhanger. We'll start the next segment with that. We'll get into Malik Hall. But first, Carter, I need to talk to people's ears off about Built Bar. That's right. We're talking about the best protein bar in the game. Hey, maybe Michigan State has a Built Bar in that last time out before Purdue's final possession. They, they may win that game. I don't know if that's a legally binding statement I can make, but we're going to do it anyway here. Built Bar, point blank period. They will help you get through your day three ways that's right first they're just going to treat your body right each of these built bars are just 130 calories all right just four grams of sugar and yet a whopping 17 grams of protein you're not going to feel weighed down you're just going to feel that power number two they're going to treat your taste buds with respect they taste outstanding we're talking churro peanut butter brownie coconut almond and number three well gang we got convenience on your side because you can't just get these at built.com oh no we got variety now Sure, you can go on the internet and get some on Built.com, but you could also go to Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. If you're already getting some toiletries, some groceries at Walmart or Sam's Club, head over to the pharmacy section and get yourself a box of Built Bar. We're talking cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. What are you waiting for? Get your hands, taste buds, and body on some Built Bars. Now let's bring the iconic Carter Elliott of Spartans Illustrated back into the fold here. And yeah... 12-ish seconds left. Michigan State's up one. And, well, you know what happened here. You could hear the de depression in her voice the first 11 minutes of the show. It didn't go well for Michigan State. Zach Eady, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to turn around, use solid footwork, and dump it in for a 
basket. Yeah. What would you have done? I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just too. It's just too easy to be honest. It was. It, it's too it was. easy. That that looked like the drill that you do like at the end of practice, where coaches go through end of the game situations, and you're going like five on zero, like on air, and you just right. like, run down uh, there yes. and go and dunk it. Now, obviously, easier said than done. Stopping Zach Eady, but hindsight twenty twenty, I thought some things could have been adjusted. I thought the ball pressure could have been greater, and. You know, obviously, it's a coaching philosophy type thing. I'm a firm believer in if I'm going to get beat, I'm not going to let the best player on the other team beat me. I'm going to need somebody else. Like, if you're going to send me into a depression oblivion, it better mm-hmm. be Ethan Morton. It's not going to be that. Right. Like, that. That yeah. that's where that's where I'm at. Uh, I, once again, I'm, I'm going to harp on this forever and ever because it's been biting me in this season. I don't think that the bigs do a great job of – necessarily paying attention to small little details as far as scouting report. I thought Carson Cooper actually did a great job of that in this game. Shout out to him. That's two games in a row by him. I by know. That, right. If we get three games in a row, that's called a trend. That's not just a spark. That's not just that's a spark. A, that's trend. a heat check. Yeah. That's a, that's that that a, is a he is him heat check. <laughs> no that's, doubt. That's a, that's a real thing. But you, you just want to make it harder on Edie. And, you know, he this game especially, he's so left shoulder dominant because – He's just uh, able to – there's no one blocking his right-hand hook. But he's no. definitely less effective going to his left hand. Now, I'm not saying he wouldn't have made the left-handed hook, but I'd rather him, like I said, beat me on a shot that he's not comfortable with instead mm-hmm. of getting to a move that he was comfortable with. And honestly, he he let us off the hook because I thought he should have – can I cuss on this? I thought I thought he should have dumped that. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll let that one slide. Yeah, I think we're long enough in the episode. Who's going to listen anyway? Yeah, and it, and it, <laughs> you should have dunked that stuff. Like, you got to dunk. Hey, there we go. There. Like, yeah. uh, so it, I don't know. It's just, it, it's it's a tough one. I didn't want to get too emotionally attached to this game. And I, like, I, I ended up where I am now. I, I was glued to the couch for 40 minutes after the game. Um, I, I I was depressed. I was. And like, after the Illinois game, it's like, you know what? That was tough. You know, you're up seven points late in the game, but. On the road, Illinois just played like the better team down the stretch. Ah, it happens in the Big Ten. What are you going to do? If anything, I was maybe a little too chippy at the end of the game there doing the recap video. But, like, now I, I it's taken every fiber of my being to just get up here and talk about this game and not just cry, really. Cry like that polar bear that I saw at the zoo earlier right now. But, uh, hey, you know what? Let's go from one depressing topic, just the micro level, the game, to the macro level. Malik Hall is out anywhere from the Rutgers game to the rest of his career with this foot injury. Uh, Graham Couch tweeted after the game from the Tom Izzo press conference, quote from Graham Couch, Izzo getting emotional about Malik Hall saying, we were trying to get the win for him because he's crushed. Then went on to say they didn't know how uh, long the injury would keep him out for, but the specials looked at it today and it doesn't look good. So (laughs) awesome. Great. This is sweet. Um, what's your mindset right now? Like, cause there's a different, there's different avenues. You could take that question, I guess, like your mindset as a fan, because for me, it goes from, okay, going from, Hey, we could win the big 10 regular season title, which in theory is still in the mix all the way down to like, okay, let's just try to like make the tournament and not in the first four, but if it's the first four, okay, I'll settle for that. Like, I think I'm panicking right now. Can you either a call me down or B tell me where your mindset's at? Or see all of the above, Carter. Uh, you're, you're you're right to panic. There is no talking you down from this. Okay. It, 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 oh, it's not great. it's not up, it's not up for debate. To be honest, uh, this team is a better basketball team with Malik Hall. This team's ceiling is higher with Malik Hall. This team's 
floor is higher with Malik Hall. Whatever way you want to come at it, this team yeah. is a better basketball team with Malik Hall on the floor. So the fact that we're going to be out with them for an extended period of time, and I, I want to be positive, I really do, but I, all the things that I'm hearing is that we there's a really good chance we might have seen the last of Malik Hall this year. Like, that's not yeah. out of the card. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely um, not, you know, uplifting to hear. Um, and when I find myself looking on what can be the answers to this situation, it's more so just leaning on the guys like Hogard, Walker, and Hauser in this situation. We're just missing kind of one of that big four core that I like to talk about with this basketball team. Um, and hopefully we can get other contributions from other guys. But, I mean, looking at what we've gotten so far, I mean, up until this point of the year, I don't know if we can really count on contributions right. outside of those top four guys. But, I mean, you know what? Opportunities like this arise from injuries. So let's see if guys are ready to step up. If anything, we're going to see what we have moving forward with some of these younger guys. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like so far, no one's acing the test. Um, and like, look, it's just like Malik's position too. Like, not necessarily deep on the bench to begin with. I, I think Pierre Brooks might be the first guy there that's playing the four. And Carter, like, I, look, I, I'm a Pierre Brooks fan. Uh, he's a very exciting player. Loved how he started the year, but uh oh, in the last four games, we are 0 of seven, and that's also zero points for those keeping the score at home. Uh-oh, that's going to be a big issue here um, because the bench is also as detrimental as Malik Hall's foot here. You got four bench points tonight. So, like, if the starters aren't absolutely killing it, and they kind of did, like, Walker got 30, okay, AJ had a solid game, Hauser was solid enough, and you still yeah. couldn't beat Purdue. Like, oh, uh, yeah, it, vibes are horrendous, Carter. Vibes oh, are not oh, oh, are, are certainly horrendous. And yeah. the, the worst part about it is, like, it's January 16th right now. Like we got yeah. a lot more games to go. And anybody who watches college basketball knows yeah. that, you know, things like sprained ankles, things like sickness, like things happen during the basketball season. We were already so thin and our margin for error was so thin. Now it's microscopic. And if anything else happens or if anybody's off, we're going to be basically not giving ourselves a great chance to win the basketball game. And you know what? I It sucks because I really thought that we saw something too with the small ball lineup with this team. Like in that Wisconsin game, we went small ball and we saw what Malik Hall was able to do when he was checked by guys who are mismatches and our mm -hmm. team looked so good. Um, and I, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that the rest of the year without Malik um, on the team. So uh, you know what? It, it could be worse though. I will say that it could be worse. Like our, our coach could not be Tom Izzo. Like if I'm put in this situation, yeah, yeah. at least I got that guy on my side and he's going to, he's going to figure something out. He's not going to roll over and die. So he's mm -hmm. going to figure something out to put this team in the best position to win basketball games, but it's going to be tough. Yeah. I, like that's the only moral victory that I could find today too. And, and a lot of other fans too. I think we're speaking for the majority here. Is that like, Hey, you didn't have Malik and you almost beat the number three team in the country, but man, I, I just don't know how many other teams in the big 10 are like as, I mean, I, I want to say this carefully, not as like a complete salty hater, but like as one dimensional as Purdue, where it's just like dominant big man, okay, wing players. Like a lot of other teams are going to be more diverse and versatile <laughs> with that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I don't take it as that much of a grain of salt, but I understand the fans that do have that. And I also envy them too. I'd really love to have more positivity than I do right now. But the fact of the matter is, well, 
what Malik Hall is important to this team, and that's not a hot take. Yeah, there's, there's being positive, and then just calling it like it is. And I always err on the side of calling it like it is. <laughs> I that's what I like to try to do too, but that could very often be mistaken for just being a negative Nancy. Oh, you always think the sky's falling, but whatever. It is what it is. What does Thursday mean? Carter against Rutgers, six thirty at Breslin Center. Uh, Michigan State wins that game. Blank. Fill in that sentence for me, please. Michigan State wins that game. We're still in the hunt for the Big Ten title. Okay, all right. Let's go. I like yeah, that a lot. Are, that's good positivity. Despite okay. despite everything that's happened, this conference is still up for grabs. Like Purdue is considered the best team in this conference, and we had them on the ropes. In that Oops. second half, without one of our better players, so yeah. and 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 the thing about it is too is like when you get in this point of the Big Ten season, like teams start taking things from each other on as far as how to beat teams. So there's teams that are going to see today's game against Purdue and are going to be like, hmm, that might that might be maybe that maybe that's the way to go. Maybe we let Edie get his and get everybody else. Well, I mean, there's yeah. things that can happen and kind of transpire throughout the Big Ten season, but. Season is not over. Going 0-2 in this stretch definitely did hurt. Like, 1-1 one one was definitely where I saw my, saw myself when uh, yep. coming into this weekend with the Illinois and Purdue games. But it, it's not over. But Rutgers might be a, a must-win game. Somewhere. Isn't that – right? like, it just sounds so silly to say that about a game being played on, what would that be, January 19th? But yeah. maybe it's not, though. I, I, I don't know because – okay, let's fill in this blank. If Michigan State loses against Rutgers at home on Thursday night – Oh God, blank, Carter. What, what, now what? Now what? Uh, your very last chance of life is to get a win at Assembly Hall. Otherwise, mail it in for the season. Just make the tournament. The Big Ten dream is yeah. dead. Uh, it's just time to make the NCAA tournament. And see what we can do. I, you know what? I, I think for me, like my my finger is is it's in the same room as the panic button for making the tournament. I know I'm ve- being very reactionary. Like I know how ridiculous I'm being saying that right now. But if they lose on Thursday against Rutgers, and especially if it's like a you know, blowout loss, God forbid, th- th- then we're going to be grazing the panic button. If things go really south in Assembly Hall, like, okay, I might be uh, tapping that just a little bit, but I, that's, I'm at DEFCON 3 right now, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't think that's... It, Rutgers is going to be a winnable game, I think. I think the, Tough but winnable. Yeah. yeah, tough but winnable. We got him at the Breslin, thank God. We don't got to play him at the rack. So that, yep. that's a winnable game for us. Isn't that the next three games, though, tough but winnable? Like, okay, so Rutgers, all right, at home, and then you go to Assembly Hall. Indiana, for those who haven't been paying attention, it kind of stinks, but they also kind of blew the doors off Wisconsin, so that was a good bounce back for them. But Hey, hey, hey hold on, newsflash right here for you, though. They still stink. Sorry. Don't oh, okay, stink. gotcha. No, no, I was just letting you know, don't, don't fall for that. <laughs> they, they still stink. I want that to be known. Yeah, and maybe maybe okay. Like it's still gonna be tough but winnable because every game in the Big Ten's tough but winnable. I guess I mean come to think of it. But then you have Iowa, so home Rutgers, road Indiana, home Iowa. What do you have to see in this stretch for you to be like a content person here? Is it two and one? Does it have to be three and zero? Can you even tuck yourself into one and two? Dare I say, Carter? What do you want to see here in the next three games? Two. I think two and one is at minimum yeah. what I need to kind of stay on board with the competing. For uh, for a Big Ten title. Also, we might need to make a motion for like the Big Ten saying this year to be tough but winnable. Like just like the banner like league, that. Big, Big Ten conference. Mm-hmm. Tough but winnable. Like, yep. that's, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, so I used to do high school sports reporting um up in the thumb in Michigan. And I hey I, 
I'll say this first. I love the thumb, love the community. The people were great to me up there. Not known for being a basketball part of the state, to say the <laughs> least. And sometimes before going to a game, I'd look at my sports editor being like, yeah, I'm covering this school versus this school. And he'd be like, oh, that'll be competitive. Not good, though. <laughs> That's the Big Ten this year in basketball. Like, it, it's competitive. I would not tune in, though. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a diehard fan of these teams. Skip this game. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got. So, we got some good slogans here. We're going for Kevin Warren's vacancy, Carter. We're doing it right here. Please. I just launched our candidacy. Um, any other final words that you want to say here before? I let you go and try to ingest, ingest enjoy the rest of your Monday, I should say. Uh, it, it, it's not over. Let's just say that. Okay. It's not over. We might be down, but we're not out. Do, do you promise? I promise you. I wouldn't lie to you. I've yet to lie to you. Okay. Up until this point. That's a good point. Well, thanks for that, Carter. You're, you're the man. I always love having you. I think, like, I think this is two appearances in the same month. My God, you should be sending me an invoice here pretty soon. Uh, thanks a lot for your generosity, your time, your vibes. Even in the most depressing of games, he's Carter Elliott, Spartans Illustrated, Sleepers Media. He does it all. He's the best. And you guys are also the best, too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As tough of a loss as that was, you guys are great listeners and even better Michigan State fans. Let's go try to enjoy this week. Love you all. Go Green.